Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. And now, it's time to talk telly with the best TV trio since Anton Deck dished Bruce. It's time for Luke, for Luke Gary, Gary, and Matt with the Custard TV Podcast. Let's go! You can like us on Facebook, you can follow us on Twitter, and you can hear our voices via the podcast. It is the Custard TV Podcast. Evening, I'm Luke editor, runner and just all round face of the TV.com, hence why you never see me um, and also joined by uh, Gary hello uh, Gary good, e- good evening listeners, uh, good evening Luke, good evening Matt as we're supposed to do that from last week aren't we we're supposed to name each and, other oh yes Matt, Matt's here as well aren't you Matt Matt is here, hello, hello Luke hello, you, Gary. you've only hello. just got in haven't you Matt I have, yeah, I've been at work all day Proper. Are you sure there's not? Is there something you need to do in this period? You don't want a wagon wheel, or you know? I've got some. Uh, I've got some raisins I'm eating at the moment. All oh, right. Are they the traditional ones in the red box? No, no, they're from uh, a popular high street health health food shop. Uh, oh. Others are available. Right. He means Asda. No, right. I am Gatted Jones. Oh, yeah. him, yeah. So if you uh, never heard the podcast before. We don't want to hear from you. We only want to hear from yeah. the regular. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yeah, no, we, well, never hear- we don't like new people. <laughs> we don't like to change. If you've never heard the podcast before, we're a UK television podcast talking about the best and the worst on the books. If it's on telly, there's a chance one of us would have seen it and have a view on it. Um, let's do this thing then. Well, there's let's or do there's the a podcast. chance that none of us have seen it, but we'll still have a view on it. News, <laughs> reviews and previews. Gary, what's in the news? Uh, a little bit of news this week. Uh, Cinemax uh, uh, apparently still wanting to carry on the awful Hunted series that was on BBC Television in the autumn of last year. Um, they want to make a spin-off called Sam Hunter, uh, which is a four-hour spin-off written by the same bloke, Frank Sponnitz, who wrote Hunted. Uh, there's no news about if there'll be any UK involvement. Um, we all kind of were very disappointed with this show last year. Would any of us be even slightly interested in the spin-off? No. No. Nope, fine, moving on. Um, the big, <laughs> the big, the major kind of television news of the week is that there's been an, a strange casting uh, for the next series of Downton Abbey. Uh, I know there have been some Americans, but um, Paul Giamatti, quite a, a well-known American actor, has joined the series uh, for what will be series four. There's also a number of other people, isn't there? Dame Kiri Takano was going to join, I mean... Yeah. Nigel Harmon, Julian Overden, Tom Cullen... 
uh, all joining the cast for Series 4, and obviously uh, Shirley MacLaine is the other American actress who's... Uh, been There's a chance that Nigella Lawson will be free to do the catering as well for the new series. So. Ooh, topical. That's if, that's <laughs> that's the other gonna, that, that's if the bloke <laughs> lets her. Hey, know what I mean. Okay. That's going to be topical if you listen to this in November. Yeah, we'll all be going, what? Oh yeah, that bloke's got one. Um, the John Tarode and Greg Wallace are returning to our screens very shortly, and they'll be bringing oh, back God. the celebrity version of MasterChef. I know you don't like it, Luke, so... But Have they done this on <laughs> primetime BBC One before? So I know they've done it for comic relief or for sport relief, yeah, but they have they did. done a... Yeah, I'm not sure it's ever been prime time. I don't yeah, know. It has celebrity must it use it goes on at about sort of half eight normally. I'm sure I remember it being in sort of prime time. I mean, I remember, there was a I remember series Lisa I remember there was a series they did that they aired it in the daytime and then they aired the highlights in the evening and people were really oh, that, that was odd. Yeah. I mean, it effectively um, relaunched the clear of Lisa Faulkner, didn't it? So she's now yeah, a Yeah, well, she just celebrity got over herself. being blooming being uh, chucked in so, that chip fat. Well, it's that's right. She, yeah. She's probably worried to go to the chip van. That's right. She's Mrs. John T. Rhodes. Uh, no let's way. Let's the names of people. Yeah, it's true. Run through the names of the people, uh, and you can give an opinion on each of these. Uh, Les Dennis. I uh, saw John him as a hologram. The other... Yeah, if he doesn't cook up them chickens that he befriended in, in Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, Very John topical Thompson. again, Matt. I know, 2002. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don Thompson, out of um, that Cold program, feet. was a bit like Friends. Uh, yeah, the Cold, Cold feet. feet that I love. Don't D- call Denise it like Black? Friends. I don't even know who that is. You will know her if you Google her face. Is she the one who's just been added to Emmerdale or something? She you know? is, and she's got a bit of a funny hand. Uh, Brian Capron, uh, an actor. Uh, Aiden Edmonds. Aid Edmondson should be good. I think he, he's he always good. He kitchen, already did Hell's, Hell's Kitchen, kitchen previously. Yeah. yeah. Katie Brand, the comedian who... Uh, she's she's annoying. Yeah, yes. I'd agree. Okay. Uh, Shappy Corsandi, who I think is... She's amazing. more annoying. Yes, I think I know who she is. TV presenter Miranda Krestanofikov-Nitch. I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> Any idea? No, no idea. Uh, then the sporting world... TV presenter, I believe. Yes. what? What does she present on TV? A television she, don't know, she's going to be on MasterChef. <laughs> <laughs> From the world of uh, sport, uh, triple jumper Phillips Adewu, who uh, failed in the Olympics last year. It worries me, how many Robert. jumpers will he be able to wear in the kitchen? Though? Well, three, because he's a triple jumper. Uh, uh, okay. uh, cricketer Matthew Hoggard and boxer Joe Calzaghe, who I have a feeling was on a Celebrity Chef show before. I have a feeling he was in a Hell's Kitchen or something. Are you going to um, break into a Black Eyed Peas song in a minute? Possibly. There's a lot of that uh, got a feeling. Talking of singers, there's two here, and uh, there's a couple here. Heidi Range, uh, who I'm assuming was part of um, uh, the Sugar Babes, because we've all she been She still in is. She still is. We've all well, been Matt in the Sugar Babes. Matt and I, I we're also yeah. members of the Sugar would, Babes. You were founding members of the Sugar Babes. Uh, yes. Entrepreneur Joe Wood, uh, rapper mm. Speech DeBell. Previous winner of the Mercury Music Prize, I believe. Indeed. Uh, it just shows you what winning that award Lynch. can do yeah. for someone's p- career. Yeah, I hear badly drawn boys doing Dancing on Ice next year. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that Ben from Curiosity Killed the Cat is going to be... <laughs> <laughs> That's that joke. Uh, Amazingly Lynch, topical. Yes, that. 
And and didn't this get mentioned a couple of weeks ago as a writer? Oh, that was it. That woman off the telly that did the on, on Britain's Got Talent who did those awful impressions. Suddenly, I said Janet Street Porter wasn't relevant, and then here she is to mock me on the yeah. show. Now, and also she's quite the food critic. She's been on. Um, Gordon Ramsay show a number of times, hasn't she? The F word she used to do. Yeah, she yeah. used to do like a regular. So she's got a distinct advantage, I would think. Mm. And so she's I got know. more teeth than the rest of the contestants to eat the food. Indeed. Um, so there we are. Uh, Matt and I will probably be watching that, Luke, most likely. will. Mm. Um, two and a half men's 11th series will air on the U- in the UK on Comedy Central. That's not news, you're saying, Gary, but what is news is that apparently we're getting it closer to the American release date than we ever have before. Uh, ITV2 are going to be cancelling a show they haven't even aired yet. Okay. Uh, Emma Willis I wish they'd do that with a lot of ITV2 shows. <laughs> I, I think most of ITV2 is probably shows that should have been cancelled. Uh, Emma Willis and Alexander Armstrong have filmed a pilot of a show called Prize Island, uh, which now ITV2 are considering ditching. Is this because Emma Willis is now all over the television on other channels? Or, or probably. It's rubbish. Also, I don't know, I think we, you know, we've, we've been doing this podcast a while, we've been doing interviews, we get to go to certain things. I need to get... Um, uh, what's his name? I need to get Alexander Armstrong's agent on the phone. How the heck is Alexander Armstrong on Your Face Sounds Familiar and well, also presenting an ITV2? He's an actor, he's a comedian, he's perhaps I, a I game don't show think host. you're going to get Alexander Armstrong's agent on the phone, he's too busy. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's obviously a hard-working man. He likes as an executive at ITV2. Yeah. I reckon he must. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, some late breaking news in the sense that uh, it's breaking and it's late. Uh, the trip, uh, which stars Rob Brydon, Brydon. and, and Steve, uh, Coogan. Partridge, Steve Coogan, uh, filming has begun on um, series two in Italy, Italia, uh, and um, Channel Four comedy, female-led comedy, Anna and Katie has been canned. Are we sad to see it go? In one word, no. I I I liked it. I thought it was good, and I I I think it was it was sort of given the the horrible spot by Channel Four in the first place. In a, he said in a word, Matt. He said in you a word. Did, you didn't yes, get enough of your friends to watch it. It's all your fault. It's been cancelled, Matt, and it's over to you as punishment to do the reviews. Okay. Hello. Hi. Bye. I'll stop eating. Hey, <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what have you got? What are you eating? The raisins. The raisins. Right, look. Hold on, hold on. It's his raison d'etre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, comedy on the podcast. Gary, stop raising the roof. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh you're raising hell now. Get on I think we should, all be ra- we, we should all be erasing this podcast from the uh, iPod soon. Right, um, so right, I'm so just going to. The... While you talk about the voice, I'm going to look up raisin puns. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you Google so, it and it comes up with this podcast, you'll know why. <laughs> so the voice breaking uh, reason news. Can I talk about the voice now? <laughs> if you must. Uh, the voice. I understand. Week, um, with the quite, I I would say a shock winner in uh, Andrea. Can we can we get rid of all the blind jokes now, Gary? Yes, I I, I suppose you, her future's so bright she needs shade. I don't know. Um, well, she's raising awareness for blind people oh, on oh, telly. You're combining them with the puns now. Stop it. <laughs> well, there was stuff like she didn't see it coming and yeah. things like that. <laughs> she still thinks she's doing the blind auditions. 
I was trying to explain the last five minutes of the voice final to Luke, who hasn't watched a single episode of this series. And Gat, it was awkward, wasn't it? And from the moment that Holly Willoughby announced Andrea as the winner of the voice 2003, I. uh... Oh, yeah. Do you, do you but, remember when Terry Wogan introduced or announced the wrong winner for the Eurovision? Oh yeah, it was similar you. to that. Mm. I kept it was like the winner of the voice. Why did she say two thousand and three? I don't know. Perhaps Silly she was distracted anyway. by her dress, which which sparked one hundred and thirty nine complaints for being too revealing. I mean, a lot of people say there's not enough, that Holly Willoughby has got too much coverage, but uh, not on that night. Ah. Um, yes, yeah, so sorry, that wasn't a raisin pun. We apologize. Yeah, sorry, I, I could do one about smuggling peanuts, but that's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, you are right. That last five minutes where she was singing the Evanescence song and everyone was sort of like awkwardly like yeah. swaying behind her, and it didn't really make a lot of sense. And even her mum was like, yeah, shocked. her mum had voted for Leah four times, and um, yeah, Why I admit mean, that. But what was your thoughts on the whole thing? I mean, the the final I thought was just a bit... It was too long, and it yep. was just a bit poor. I mean, Leah... I don't know what happened to her on the final. She completely, you know... They, they, did, say, they did say that, that it sounded as if she had a bad voice during the week. And what yeah. clearly happened was Will I Am decided, well, then when it comes to the joint performance, he'll take over so that it doesn't look like she's having a problem with her so voice, but of course the problem going, with that... Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, which, which, and I, no, I, that's the Nancy Sinatra song, isn't it, that's in, like, um... Oh, it, was it, you shot me down, bang, no, bang. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, they've changed it for The Great Gatsby, bang, Will bang, I Am's yeah. done a version of it for The Great oh, Gatsby. Oh, I can't think but of anything worse. But feature the words, you shot me down, bang, bang. She's, it didn't feature that rift. It just features the bang bang riff. Yeah, it's just them going for bang 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 bang. At, at some point, I was expecting her to kind of start doing frog. the more kind of. Yeah, basically. I was expecting her to do the the, the sort of like the Nancy Sinatra bit. I was expecting the song to change, and her to. But I thought she'd be very good at that. But then it didn't. Well, I am ruined it for her. I think. I think, however badly if her voice was was struggling with a cold or whatever, she could have done a heck of a lot better. Than the way he portrayed her, I was surprised. I was actually almost surprised. I wouldn't have been totally shocked if she got locked out first. Yeah, I mean, I but as you said on Twitter, I would. But I thought Matt was the strongest of the final four. Yeah, Matt had a great final. Mm. Um, his version of Babylon was really good, and his, yeah. and his duet with Jesse was was inoffensive. Um, but I, as well, as I said on Twitter, I didn't think we'd ever get to see Tom Jones singing a Daft Punk song. But I think there's a reason. Uh-huh. But I did say I, that he done a print song, so that's kind of you know. I have to say that, and I, I have to say before we move on with the voice, I have not been able to locate a website purely dedicated to raisin puns. Well, I oh. expect there one. I expect there to be a page on the custardtv.com by the end of there the week. There will be. Can I also say the, the the success of the voice, regardless of who won or not, this series will be determined on whether we ever hear from this girl again successfully um i don't think we will we'll hear from leah mm. we may hear from the other guy the country singer whose name is mike. mike mike because he is different but i don't think we're ever going to hear from from andrea she'll well, do then some doesn't shows, the show fail hasn't the show one. already failed if you feel that yeah. way no because last year they got away with it. i mean last year the best singers didn't even make the final 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they a lot of proved it that at least the best singers made the final next year. The best singer needs to win. They need you to do a full match. Cleopatra coming, Cleopatra coming at you might might have a bit more success out of there. Maybe she again. She might, but again, you know, I, I could see the big reunion in their future with the rest of Cleopatra. The other Cleopatra. Yeah, with the, with the rest of the, the coming at your crew. Okay, so that was the voice, um, and it has obviously we we all know it has been recommissioned for the series. Um, yeah. we, we, we listened to previous podcasts to hear our various views on that. Um, sticking with uh, reality TV this week, uh, we haven't talked about it in a couple of weeks because. Like certain members have been lagging behind in watching certain episodes. Um, and <laughs> Luke, Garrett, Hint, this week, um, well, last week now saw um, the. I've forgotten what was. Well, we've, mi- we've missed. We've missed the double eviction. We didn't talk about the double. Yeah, that's eviction it. It was the one where Jason well. left, wasn't it? When they were doing the yeah. dating, dating website. Sorry, because I've seen. I've seen tomorrow's. And one, that, so. that was ah, right. the first time in Apprentice history where a project manager has yeah, defected. Exactly the case. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, there was a little. It was fifty-fifty. Louisa badgered him into doing it, and then half of it was he was just complete lack of ability to lead a team, even oh, though he he actually had done a website in. Cambridge or Oxford, hadn't he? That had been about dating geeks when he was at university. Yeah, I mean, I would, I, I would have liked Francesca to have gone because I really can't stand her, and I don't know why she's still there. She's, she's like the blatant filler candidate, really, Francesca. What's going to be interesting with tomorrow night's episode is already Karen has, Karen Brady has said, "I want to be with Louisa." Mm-hmm. So this week is going to be the Louisa sink or swim episode. She's either going to be fired or she's going to be brilliant. There's going to be no middle ground with her in this. There is a bit of middle ground, Gary, but okay. Well, I don't think there is. I don't know. Well, you've seen it and I haven't. So but that's that's my, that's my preview. Is that I think I think this will be. I, I think. I love it when start... Matt turns nasty every week. Know, you never yeah. know when it's going to happen, but it does happen. It's like that time you kept saying you were going to punch our face in. It's a bit like that, but he's more sneaky with it. Yeah, he he's like a a ninja nasty person. And again, we we ask this every time we talk about the Apprentice. But have we got any sort of favourites? Any anyone we think we're gonna is gonna win? I reckon Neil might win it. It would annoy me if he did, but I just think he's got something yeah. about him that Alan. He's the one that's been part. featured prominently every week, and we've seen he, him turn as a character, haven't we? We've seen they, him. They, they very much, much like yourself. Yeah. They very much want to build a Neil versus Miles rivalry, and if they're the final two in the last challenge, that'll be very interesting. That'll um, be the first WrestleMania think... I've watched for a couple of years, if that happens. <laughs> the SmackDown. Um, <laughs> I think Alex has a chance of making the final, but I don't think he's got a chance of winning. No. Well, the final well, is the interview, brown. isn't it? So they have a final well, yeah, they have the final four or five. It, it varies from year to year. They either have four no, or five. No, no, since they've been doing this you know, this recent format, it has been the final, has been the interviews with the Yeah, final. yeah, but... See, no, he's, no, he's done it again, see, he's yeah, done it again. Done, walk, yeah, away. Done walk away, walk away. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you're right, Matt. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on, then. Okay, so we think maybe Neil will win. We're all sad that Jason left. Um, so, on to uh, episode three now of The Returns, the French supernatural drama... Still doing well on Channel Four on Saturday, uh, Sunday night. Sorry, um, Gary, you're still watching this, I assume. Luke, um, uh, you haven't started yet. Uh, uh, I will let's, start. Uh, uh, le vieux, le retourné, uh, d'accord, bombe d'accord. That's French. 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 Mm, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Papa? Nico? <laughs> Uh, uh, it, I, I think this is brilliant. More superb little touches. Yeah. Uh, we got the, to see more of, of the character Julie this week and how she's also a returned herself. Or, no, she's not a returned, but she, she certainly escaped death. She escaped uh, death. Uh, yeah. in, in a very serious way. It was uh, all about scars this week, wasn't there? Because there was the scars, um, the yes. Le- Lena had, had scars appearing on her back. I. I don't know whether we're supposed to think that Lena and her twin sister switch places or something, mm. and whether yeah, every, the scars week, are... Like, but then, my thing was that she was the one that met Simon when she was younger, and she, that's why she recognised him. When uh, she a, chance where, a chance meeting where somebody, you know, sat you on their knee. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know We've all enough, been there. We've all been there, yeah. yeah that is a thing. Uh, Have they swapped? That is one of the big yeah. questions. And I don't think that that should be revealed until the end. And, and we also got our weekly little scene, which I always love with the two guys working at the reservoir. Just get there one yeah. seat, we go, yeah, the water level's going down again, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the way in which they bring in these different bits, you know. Yeah, so. and the rabbit's head in the bin, that was a nice touch. Yeah, the funeral um, of the guy, that was again... The funeral, was, yeah. His wife and, turning up, who'd already And obviously, I, I did suggest that people, if they live on their own with a lot of cats, maybe not wanting to watch the whole episode. Yeah, oh, that's put me off. How many is a lot of cats? But the thing is, well, I, I, find, I find there's a character I hate, the woman that lives across the hall from Julie. I can't mm. stand her. Well, I want she... her to go away. Well, she hasn't, she... No, no, no. She didn't. I don't think so. That's what happened at the end of the episode. Did you not see the end of the episode? I thought I did. Remind me. <laughs> <laughs> Where okay, she's got like dead, being devoured by her cats. Oh yeah, her. Sorry, you're right. Oh gosh, that is it. I'm glad she's dead. Yeah, I promise she might come back now. <laughs> did you just say I'm glad she's dead? Yeah. <laughs> I'm As gonna, a character, I'm going to edit like. that out and turn that into a, into a ringtone. <laughs> Not like with well, some music yeah. behind it. Yeah, I'm glad she's dead. I'm glad. But I think this is getting like the cult audience. I think, and I think I, I read actually there as well this week that they are doing an English or they've got the English have required the rights to it. Paul Abbott is is looking at turning it into it. Yeah, that that, that, that sounds interesting. interesting. That does sound interesting because mm. it's set in a small village in 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 it's, France. And so council estate in Manchester. Well. Sleeping. Yeah. Well, we know we know how well Broadchurch worked because of the fact that it was a small seaside town. You could build on that. You could do something. You know, a small northern town. I think it'd have to be northern. Okay. So yeah, there's the return continues on uh, Sunday nights on Channel Four at nine o'clock. Uh, Happy Families, ITV uh, documentary about families. Surprisingly, Luke, have you watched the second episode of this? Cause... I've watched both now. Yeah, I've um, only watched the first. Uh, shockingly, and I sort of. <laughs> I sort of think this is well done, ex- except it's too interfered with. Yes. I wanted this to I be like The Family, uh, which was on Channel 4 a few years ago, because Channel 4 have really nailed these, what they call rig shows, where they just rig cameras up and capture what the cameras capture, whereas this ITV show interferes a bit. It doesn't, you know, create situations for...
Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There are families to be in, but it speaks to them a bit too much. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I like the little bit, the bits, the best bits are the bits where the the cameras are just there and we don't hear any voiceover. It's like the bits where, is it Mel, the super mum, was there with her little daughter telling her she was going to go to Beatrix Potterland and explaining Mel all was it. brilliant as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think ITV's the right place for them. I admire them for doing this and I suppose if Channel 4 did it, it would just be Series 4 of the family. But mm-hmm. I just don't know, I don't know... I know what they're trying to do, and I, do, I think they've done it well to an extent, but it needs to be appro- improved on. It's not getting much talk about it, which is why yeah. they're worth so bringing the, You know, we have the ITV primetime show as well. Um, um, yeah, two more to go after. Um, so catch it Thursday if you want to watch it, of course. <laughs> Moving on if to something don't, a, a lot of people... Uh, maybe watch because of the title last night, uh, 9 o'clock The Man with the Ten Stone Testicles aired on Channel 4 um, Did any of us watch this? I know it all apart from myself Did either of I, you I kind I... of I experienced it through Twitter rather than watching it Okay, Luke? No, I've got it on my Sky Plus and I will watch it tonight and okay, I, well, um... I'll, just, I'll just give you a brief sort of Well, I uh... think we know what it's about <laughs> Okay, but <laughs> It's a charming <laughs> story of two gay people Yeah, who... yeah uh, basically, it was about this guy uh, Warren, I think his name was, who who had this condition for about five years now, where his uh, testicle sac was just inflating and inflating <laughs> all the time. Okay, and I mean, say, that's the first time the word sack has been said on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? Are we done? <laughs> oh, I'm not done. I can't believe you're taking this seriously. At the back <laughs> lines now. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it was basically, although obviously there was the initial sort of, uh, you know, the freak show aspect to it, the the sort of the story was in, him what, uh, in what respect? Yeah, okay. Uh, the, the story was him trying to get the surgery to get, you know, have his life back, basically, and a lot of it was about the healthcare system in America and how, you know, Can he I tried... Ask you... Can I ask you something, Matt? A lot of people on Twitter, when I looked afterwards, said it had a bit of a jokey voiceover. Was that your view? Not really. I mean, I thought you were going to say, "Was that your voice?" Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. I, 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 I. That's what I was doing. Um, 
But no, I didn't think so. I, it was sort of the voiceover I thought was almost trying to do sort of like David Attenborough esque. Oh, and then we see. Yeah, yeah. Tens, yeah tens, that tens, sort of yeah. voice. I wonder if that was. It was Al- Alex Hell. McQueen from uh, The Thick of It, I believe, was doing the voiceover. All right. In the undergrowth, we see the tent. <laughs> there wasn't any undergrowth. <laughs> no, that's right, yeah. He's got, he's got more than uh-huh. enough undergrowth. It, 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 it was, was interesting. It was a good and and there was some stuff about how the media sort of changes our perceptions of people because he he ends up sort of trying to do a Facebook group and a Kickstarter to get money to get his operation. And it's, it's, we it's can't even get forty likes. Sorry, <laughs> we can't even get forty likes. But the, the thing was that, that <laughs> so. That someone said, "Oh, you you know you're living off the fame now. You 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 know you don't care about the surgery." And then a lot of people wanted their money back. It was an interesting show, but his fame will go down more statistical deflates. Well, that's what happened at the end. It's what happened to Chico. (laughs) All I'm saying is, it sounds like a load of balls. Can I just say? Can I just say? uh, Um, Channel Four isn't. T- shows with this sort of title, it's not a new thing for Channel 4. They no. uh, they have weekly meetings, I'm convinced, where they just come up with the most obscure sex, and sex in-your-face titles. It's almost sex like a daily sport headline, one. isn't it? It's, it's a daily sport headline game. <laughs> sex on Wheels, which was a disability documentary, was another one. And I just think, I mean... You know, people like who aren't as sophisticated as Gary and I might laugh at the idea of a man with ten stone testicles, but really, it's a serious, you know, issue. I think and that's where, ad- this, yeah, where the, the the sort of the tone was a bit sort of we don't know where we want to go with this, but I liked it. <laughs> I liked the characters in it. I liked his sort of crazy god fearing aunts. She was she was good. Anyway, moving on now. He had a lot of balls to do that. I think a lot, a lot of balls. Luke, stop trying to ma- stop trying to make me testy. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> don't get good testy, one. Matt. Uh, uh, moving on now to a. I, I know what the uh, response to this title will be when I say, "Don't call me crazy." Crazy. I'm gonna play the Britney song. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, this was a BBC Three documentary set in the McGuinness uh, Mental Health Unit in Manchester. It was about... Paddy, um, Paddy McGuinness. No? Yes, yes, that's what it, he does some, between Saturday night TV shows. Yeah. Um, he just runs let, around the let, room. Let just... the crazies see the, see the psychiatric ward. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, in all seriousness this, was a, this was a really well-made documentary about... It focused on three girls. There was one Beth who had an eating disorder, one Emma who had a um, OCD, and there was another girl Jill who had sort of tried to make several attempts on her life. And it was really, I really like these BBC Three documentaries. And so do I. And me I have and, to. Uh, me I and Luke have spoken that... about this before with things like growing up poor and kids behind bars. Yeah, uh, and do this sign the thing really well. And as we were talking about voiceovers earlier, the voiceover was never patronising or anything like that. It was no, very, he, he was all, quite respectful it, in a way. That was all it. of it was very... And, and you would agree with me, I think, that there was a, the right sort of tone was set because there were some scenes where we saw the girls just sort of laughing and joking together, but then were scenes where we saw them, you know, their, their disorders in full effect, really, and it was quite harrowing to watch. 
This is the sort of thing that I think BBC Three should do. They do have yeah. a good. They've got a good grasp on on what age group their audience is, and they can be very responsible, showing things like this and you know portraying a world that maybe their audience hasn't seen that they perhaps need to see and because making that, it accessible. I think the tone of it was that a lot of young people always go, "Oh, I've got this wrong with me. I've got this wrong with me." And what they should, you know, they, they parents need to sit them down and watch, you know, make them watch this. Because it was very sort of eye open. That scene where the girl, Emma, who'd, who had the OCD, had her room had been searched and her, all her stuff had been moved around. And I thought, you know, she got really, really, really worked up because of that. And it, we're, you know, we're coming into a time where, where the stigma about mental health is going away. Therefore, you're going to have lots more people, young people, who are going to get diagnosed a lot earlier, who are going to have lifelong mental health issues. So you're right, BBC Three could do a whole series on this. Could yeah, really I, really, I mean, this people. is a three-part series as well. I, I'd just like to mention as well how much respect I have for the staff in the, in that unit as well. And I know I think they're sort of going to become the sort of stars of that show in a way, like 24 hours in A&E, you know, we always yeah. talk about staff but members. Just, to talk, like. just talking about that, I mean, really, I mean, a lot of people dismiss BBC Three and think it's somewhere for, mm. you know, crass comedies and things, and really perhaps something like this is something that Channel 4 should be showing as well. Forget all these ridiculous documentaries about, ha ha, it's yeah. funny, he's got big test. maybe they should be, you know being a bit adult and showing things like this because people aren't going to flock to BBC Three to see this, are they? No, which is a, which is a real shame because I mean BBC Three, their documentaries. I mean stuff like Our War as well was really good. Our War was. Uh, I mean, I think I still think Channel Four. Whole, I mean, Channel Four Dispatches did the excellent program. I think it was either last night about the Stephen Lawrence family and the police corruption, yeah, alleged that, police corruption. That was last night. So I, th I still think Channel Four is has a place in the do in the serious documentary state. You know, mistakes. I don't but, know whether Channel Four at this point knows what it wants to be. No, I, I would know. Because there was some really, you know, they've had some success with certain dramas at the start of the year, and now, you know, they've not really done anything, have they? They've just yeah. there's been a lot of, of shows, you know, like the, the man with turnstone testicles and things like that. Anyway, don't call me crazy. I think certainly for me and Loki, it will come highly recommended. Gary, are you going to watch this? Uh, I might, I might go back and catch this. I mean, it, you know, do you feel, course. Gary? Like somebody said this to me in the car the other day. Do you feel that you reach a certain age and BBC Three just isn't for you? Don't matter what they do. It <laughs> um, isn't maybe. Not... I mean, in the, in the same respect that I suppose maybe E4 and ITV2, that their programming is not aimed at my age group anymore. I don't know. I, I should be, I should be watching more. Who is ITV2 aimed at? Fools. Well, Alexander Armstrong's agent, as we said earlier. <laughs> should be aimed anyway. at the sun. Fire <laughs> 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 at a great distance, yeah. Uh, don't call me crazy. I think we would all say is one to be watching. Um, very well made documentary. Definitely. Moving I mean, on. I mean, sorry, just to say, I'm, I'm still enjoying the call centre. Oh yeah, because yeah, I am, and I didn't think I would be, and I've I've series linked it, and I'm going to watch the whole one. I'm I'm invested in it now. So you know, Blue, you were saying that you you weren't feeling the same way, were you? I was sort of saying that it was funny for the first two, and now I sort of feel like. I don't know, I just... Well, it's definitely going to change at the last It's episode, a long hour. There's not enough yeah. Nav, is there? When we Nav's not in it. 
Well, yeah. I think he's going to end up being the star. of He's going to be like, like the guy out the hotel. A lot of other people are going to be left behind, but you're going to remember Nev. Mm. So, mm. Not checking that. No. Let's try and get Nev on the podcast. That's okay. what we need. Some, some weeks Press replace like Matt. Oh, thanks. Well, I won't I won't continue then. Uh, quickly, uh, we'll just... <laughs> <laughs> Look how long that lasted. Yeah. Welcome back, Matt. Good to have you back on. Um... Uh, Big Brother obviously is is still going on. I know a lot, not a lot of people know that. Uh, this week, uh, Friday, just gone saw the first eviction show. The uh, awful tattooed woman, oh, Sally, Sally. Yeah, Sally. name with an uh, IE instead of a Y. An IE, uh, was the first mm. to be evicted, and also this week, the housemates found out about uh, Michael, the actor, the people's puppet. Uh, being I, the... I didn't watch it, but how did it go down? Was there the general shock, or was well, it there was the general thing? There was that the, the gay police officer who were you know who worked on U Tree. You, you oh yeah, he was like, I knew it, I knew it. And I was like, well, yeah, you were a detective, super, a detective inspector. You would think yeah. if anyone was going to know it. Um, but yeah, a lot of them were like, you know, well played, Michael. You fooled me. Oh, but the the best thing was the interview where it, he, Sally was still there and Michael was having an interview with Emma Willis. And Sally was just sitting there, like, having a go at him the entire time while he was trying to answer Emma Willis's question. And I have to say as well that Emma Willis is doing such a good job as the host. I think she really... Yeah, a lot, lot of get... people are saying that, that she's a real step up from Brian. Yeah. Uh, she really... Brian un- she likes the show and she understands the characters and she tries to sort of... But in the her, same her respect... Question, that... her, yeah, her questions are a lot deeper than yeah. Brian's ever I, used to be. I, I always felt like Davina grew up with Big Brother, the original one on Channel 4. You know, she was invested in it and she loved it. And, and, and it, you know, so I feel that about Emma Willis. As you say, you feel yeah. she's a fan first. Well, I think to be a good presenter. Davina actually did, when, when they announced that they were moving it, she did actually say, you know, I think Emma Willis should take over the hosting. Because I think, didn't, did Emma Willis not do one of the... She did the big, big, yeah, big brother's bit on the side or whatever it yeah. was. I think the reason they went with Brian Dowling was they probably didn't want to spend a lot of money on something they weren't sure was going to last. But but yeah, I mean, Big Brother, you know what you're getting with it, really. Um, now the the thing is, now all the ha- housemates think there's another actor in there, and they're trying to figure out who that is. Oh, right. uh, there isn't one. Um, so yeah, that's the end of the review section. I will now pass you over to uh, Luke. I would love it if the people's puppet they turned they that he wasn't an actor he was actually a puppet that that puppet from the BBC One game show or yes. uh, and, one of and, the mongrels and, and when he dies that that guy Brian Connolly can go it was just a puppet <laughs> very, topical, very topical again and why would he die we don't know these don't are know. all questions we raisin have. poisoning maybe yeah just yes. to bring it back full circle raisin. Yeah. Um, something that uh, we've done the reviews, we've done the news onto the previews. Thursday night sees a brand new sort of fly on the wall documentary narrated by um, Stephen Fry, um, and it's about moral dilemmas. It's sort of roughly, I think, based on an on an ABC show in America called What Would You Do, where they oh, yeah, hide hidden that. cameras and uh, and just show people. So, what would you do, for example, if someone was being racist to their daughter's boyfriend in a restaurant? restaurant would you stand yeah. up for the person or would you you know what would you do if someone in a wheelchair was being picked on by a group of kids would you step up so it's those sort of moral dilemmas um so that's thursday um at 10 on uh, channel 4 
That's the sort of thing you should be doing, Channel 4. Let's see how well you do it. Um, your face sounds familiar. Alicia Dixon and Paddy McGuinness host a brand new game show with music, singing, celebrities, uh, including <laughs> Alexander Armstrong. And Alexander Armstrong, Armstrong I yeah. couldn't care less about this. Done really coming well on the podcast the next week when he's been evicted. So I think we, I think yeah. we've given this more coverage than ITV so far. That's because yeah. they're ashamed of it. That's why. Is this the new Splash? It is. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Splash with uh, six. Skins, the final series. So you've got about a week to catch up on the previous. I don't know, five or six. Or however many there were. Six. Uh, is it six? Bless yeah. you, Matt. It's almost as if you watch telly. Uh, Skins <laughs> fire. Uh, um, starring Kaya or Kaya, surname. Yeah, with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starring Effie from the first couple of series. Uh, this I'm sort of intrigued. Then I wasn't a massive Skins fan originally. Her character I've always liked, and I think taking them out of their sort of teenage environment and putting them in an adult environment and sort of she's catching up with them the could be interesting. She's like a yeah, city it's Effie city. in the city. Yeah. What, what's very interesting um, is that uh, we, we said we said we mentioned this off air, and I thought I'd sort of bring it in on air. Skins really was the first channel for E4 youth programming that now has evolved, and you've had Misfits, you've had Youngers, you had My Big Fat Look Diary. Look at Gary, like he knows those titles. We told yeah, him yeah, those titles. Like, like we didn't tell him them before we came and on I air. Wrote, and, I, <laughs> and I wrote them down so that I wouldn't. Forget them. But I think I think the, the important thing is is that, that Skins was the beginning of the kind of youth program, and now it's coming to an end. Interesting to see. I mean, it, it's launched a number of careers. I mean, Nicholas Holt was in the very first series, who's now appearing that's in American. That's Patel. Yeah, Dev Patel, who's in the newsroom. Uh, a number of actors who've gone on to star in Game of Thrones yeah. uh, and in Misfits. So people have done very well out of, out of Skins, and I think some of the writers have gone and done things. I think it wasn't wasn't. Um, uh, it was the guy that was going to be named as Doctor Who. Uh, Chris Addison wrote a couple of the first episodes of Skins. As did Simon Amstel from the book. Yeah, as well. So I think we ought to tip the hat a little bit to Skins. It's not something I've watched, but it's been influential. I enjoyed the first couple of series. I think it did sort of come into its own, but I think by the third turnaround mm. of characters, it's very sh- it's very showing that none of the characters from the, the sort of the most recent lot are in this. Have- it's, it's uh, I believe... Yeah. Effie, Cassie, and Cook are the three Cook. characters yeah. that they're focusing on. And actually, it's quite showing that normally I know sort of useless trivia that how m- of how many series there's been or something. I had yeah. no idea there were six series of skins. Yeah. Absolutely no idea. Yeah, that three, until. two, three lots of characters over, and they each got two series because it was like the mm. six form college years. So. I am beyond excited about Tuesday. There is nothing on the telly on Monday, but doesn't matter because you can just breathe into a paper bag till Tuesday. Luther's back. I'd it suggest is so eating exciting. and sleeping as well. You know. Well, you know, if you can fit it in. Yeah. yeah. Um, look at you being all med. Here you are the oh, health no. and safety inspector of the podcast. Honestly, twenty-four hours in any. I yeah. cannot praise this enough. You have to see this. Doesn't matter if you're not a Luther fan either. You can jump straight in. You won't feel like you lost it is just the best thing i mean i th- i personally think it was more exciting than broadchurch this first episode and you know wow. how much i've gone on this was excellent this was a proper what's going to happen where's this going to go exciting hour of television and i just hope everyone else feels the can same I, way can i can i ask a it. quick question of you both um there's been a lot of bit made about the fact that luther's on in july and things like that 
is it that the, the BBC have said, look, there's nothing else on, Luther's going to be talked about and watched because it's the only thing that's good on television, or is it that they've put it on at the wrong time of year and it could get missed? No, I think... I, w- I would think that to an point, but actually, if you remember, Sherlock launched in at this sort yeah. of time in 2010. Ah, right. There's always a there's always a big BBC drama. And I'm I sure they wanted it to be the right one launch around this. Yes, it was on in it was on in uh, end, yeah, end of May point. June uh, in 2010. It's actually been the shadow two line, years. The shadow line on at this time of year yeah. as well. It's the also been two years line. since also been two years since we've seen Luther. So. Th- Bit of a gap, but it just you just you just immediately go into that Luther mindset. You must watch it Tuesday at nine, please. Any feedback I'd be grateful for. That's BBC One Tuesday at nine. Now we should tell them how they should feedback to us via Twitter. Yes, feedback on Twitter at Luke Custard TV. At the Gary Show for myself, Gary. And at Matt's TV Bites, and also Facebook.com slash the Custard TV. Because we haven't got those two likes. We're still on 38. That could, that could be Come them on. ringing now. <laughs> that could be them ringing now. Uh, whilst that's going on, we should also say that uh, if you're a fan of the television series The Walking Dead, then Channel 5 will be showing repeats of Series 3 that originally showed on FX earlier this year. If you're a fan of The Walking Dead and you haven't been able to catch it on uh, satellite television, then this is your terrestrial catch-up. Um, there's I not many other new television series. Yeah, go on. What, go on. I yeah, just had a phone call to say we must end the podcast because the ice cream is uh, in the freezer. Uh, and what a bombshell to end on. <laughs> um, and now you all know I'm having apple pie and ice cream for pudding, which is also exciting. I'd like to give you an insight to my life each and every time. Uh, you can download this podcast from iTunes or from our website, thecustardtv.com. You can subscribe to us on um, the RSS feed there, or you can subscribe and follow us on Spreaker as well and get alerts as soon as we go live each week with the podcast. We're in discussions with to do a live a live uh, interactive Straight After Luther show on Tuesday. Oh, if yeah. that happens, it'll be on Straight After Luther on Tuesday. Uh, but so we'll that talk about that later. Our, our, that would replace the, the podcast next week. It may do, because I don't know how Maybe. much there'll be to talk about. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but thank you. Also worth remembering that uh, one of us, of the um, if we do the podcast next week, one of us will be a year older. Um, not necessarily wiser, because... It's Matt we're talking about, but one of us, no, but one of us will be a year older, so happy birthday to Matt, if you want to send him Thank birthday you. congratulations. What will you be, I'll a sort of 24, 25, no. oh, keep going, 29, oh, keep going, uh, 32, no, no, <laughs> 30, yes, is it the it big 3 is... it is the big 3 wow, that sounds like something that we should probably nothing about I mean do something about <laughs> we'll probably get him a how is it that cake. you're almost a whole decade younger than me that seems you unfair started life, you started life earlier oh okay my parent yeah fair enough yeah. by the way if you were offended by any of the testicle jokes Nigella jokes or raisin based puns on this podcast okay. I'm sorry go off and tell someone who cares <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you very much because we don't give a stuff Thank you. Follow Gary, Matt, and myself. Yeah, follow Gary, Matt, and myself on Twitter and get in touch with us over the week. And this has been the Custom TV Podcast Night, fellas. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.